When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dumb Dumbs and Dice, the production company that's made the video you're watching or the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing five weekly podcasts, a sixth event podcast, video event one-shots, and an additional video D&D campaign. But we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumbdumbdice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows and vote on the way their stories will progress. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom. You can become a patron for as little as $1, and there's great value for you at even that level. So please, join the Dum Dums and Dice family and help us make even more content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together, and thanks for being part of our stories. I am Executron, god of merchandising, and I came into existence because Dum Dums and Dice has its own merchandise. That's a god pot, get it? Dice? Merchandise? Anyways, you can get t-shirts, hoodies, spiral notebooks, clocks, wall art, throw pillows, bags, and even stickers emblazoned with your favorite Dum Dums and Dice characters and their catchphrases. Go to redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. One more time for the mortals in the back, redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. Get your merchandise today. Welcome back, initiates, to the Mythos Mysteries, a live play Pulp Cthulhu podcast where improvisers and comedians venture into dangers beyond their wildest imaginings. I am H.P. Helmfirth, your host on this journey into darkness. The Mystery Punchers confronted the ghoulish William Corbett. Red was forced to face the reality of what happened to Sally, but Richter brought her back from the brink while Adrian was enthralled before reuniting with his companions to vanquish an undead monstrosity. So venture forth with us, dear friends, into the mythos. The amazing thing about clearing out a haunted house is that you get to go talk to a real estate agent. Uh, and that is where you find yourselves uh, having cleared out the Corbett house. Uh, basically, the way recovery works in this game, we're, we're kind of kind of do a bit of a, a downtime, uh, quick kind of almost um, like safe house segment where we'll just kind of deal with the end of the previous investigation uh, as well as kind of healing up from what happened. Um, we'll deal with kind of some world events and then we'll move on to our next case. Uh, so don't worry about the sort of hit points and sanity and luck you've lost. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, but first, you got to go talk to Kenneth Knott because uh, you've successfully completed your job. And uh, now he's got a house he can sell, which he was very excited about. So go make not Boris Johnson's day uh, by talking to him. So uh, to begin with, um, Richter, your uh, technically it takes a night of sleep in like a, a nice safe space to throw off temporary insanity. We're going to say you're coming down from it, but I would encourage you to just keep Keep a little sure. bit of that heroic pep in your step until you get a proper night's rest. All right. Um, and I guess maybe I should ask, Would you You guys would probably just go and, like, turn in this mission before going to bed, right? Yeah. Yeah, great. Yeah. I just drive where I'm told. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that was really just, that was a, <laughs> clearly a Claire question that I addressed to the room. <laughs> I'm an insane hero in so a guy who does foolish. what he's told. Yeah. Yeah. Richter's like, I just want to sell my things. And you're like, but cats. And she's like, <laughs> maybe I want the XP. <laughs> Let's try. Yeah. <laughs> I want to have less open quests in my menu. Yeah. Um, I've been playing too much Witcher. All right. So you, uh, you drive uh, Ice Cream, your beloved vehicle, uh, back to Kenneth Knott's office. Uh, it's, uh, you guys did this in, in the middle of the night, as I recall. So this is kind of like early morning. You're all exhausted um, and uh, bloody in the case of Richter. Uh, but you really want to kind of wrap this up. 
Um, so you arrive at Kenneth Knott's office, uh, and you can see he's outside putting up a sign um, saying, uh, great deal, all houses now 1% off. Um, and you can see him kind of like adjusting the sign and looking like very pensive, but like proud about it. Um, and, uh, you pull up, um, when kind of your, your vaguely sputtery vehicle and, um, he, he turns and he goes, Oh, uh, oh, 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 it's you. Uh, how, how, how did it go? Can I include, uh, the corporate house in this wonderful sale I'm having? I do believe you can. Oh, oh, uh, you, 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 now you say you do believe I can. Do you, do you literally mean I can? Yes. Oh, good. I was worried it was a hypothetical. So what was wrong with the house? Oh, it was very haunted. As if I was an entity of some kind, but uh, we eliminated it. Okay. I killed my first guy. Was that first guy the entity or a guy who was just in the house? He was bad. It's good that he's dead. It's complicated. Okay. Uh, this isn't a question I thought I'd be asking this early in the morning. Did you leave a body there? Is there anything I need to be worried about? We no, I, I killed him. Actually, so the there's no body. We left nothing but a pile of ash. Okay. You'll have to sweep that up before you sell the house. Oh, that's fine. I have people for that. They're not well paid. Uh, excellent. Uh, but speaking of well paid, uh, come into my office. Um, looks like you, you, you three have had a, a hell of a night. Um, can, can I get you some coffee or some tea, and we can uh, discuss some uh, your, your payment, of course. Um, but actually, and he, he looks at Adrian. He's like, oh, actually, interestingly enough, I have another uh, matter I would like to discuss uh, with Mister Diesel. So if you'd all just follow me, uh, and he goes and unlocks the shop and kind of like opens the door for you, Richter. Action rolls out of the car. <laughs> Which is just falling, I guess. Yeah, he's very tired. <laughs> Covered in his own blood. <laughs> and he gets up, and he's just holding the shotgun. Not threateningly, just like, he. I have no place to put this shotgun, so I'm holding it kind of oh, thing. And, hey, and man of action. In. I bet if Kaiser had a few more of you, uh, he really would have uh, given us what for. <laughs> Glad you're on our side. And this he's house has seen a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, I think, tonight. Oh, uh, well, you know, I can use that. I'll just say it was... Uh, 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 part of a, a fixer-upper. Yeah. Yeah. A fixer-upper. Did you leave shotgun holes in this house? No. Okay. That's great. That's good. That's right, good. Let's go inside, Grandpa. Uh, <laughs> and I just, like, gently, like, end up almost bum-rushing him by accident, but I'm just intending sure. to guide him by both arms. So he guides into the office, um, and he goes, and he, he puts on a pot of coffee um, and uh, starts boiling a kettle uh, on, like, a little weird hot plate. Um, did they have hot plates in the 1930s? I feel like they must have. Sure. Great. Anyway, 1930s. They hot, did in this town. It's the first one. <laughs> he invented it. <laughs> that, yeah, he's gonna be such a shit real estate agent, but in 20 years when the hot plate my takes God. off. Yeah, well, he's just like, oh, man, like I could sell this, but my real passion is in real estate. <laughs> I call it the not plate. Yeah. <laughs> he's also got like an iPhone and like yeah. a, a Tesla, and he's like, ah, oh, no one wants this shit. They want houses. No patents. Um, so he, um, gives you the agreed upon fee. Um, so you, you get, uh, sort of, uh, a, a decent amount of cash. Uh, as I said, we're going to play pretty fast and loose with money. Um, so Claire, I think we can say for red, we're going to kind of give you like one base, base cash. We'll look up what the actual rules. Oh, are for yeah, no, no, there, cause it's your, your spending level, which is like money you can spend and not care about. And then you have a cash level and you have an overall thing. So like I got 25 is my like spending level. It's like yeah. in pocket. And Claire, per what, day. What's your spending level right I now? I got a big old 50 cents for both spending level and cash. Wow. Okay. So let's bring he that has up. All our, yeah. yeah. So let's bring that up to five. Spending level. Yeah. And then you have $5. Oh, okay. So I imagine Richter doesn't really care about the payment from this. No. Yeah. I didn't do this to make money. <laughs> so he tries to give money to both Adrian and uh, Richter, and you both just kind of like awkwardly leave it on the table. Um, and uh, Red, you kind of realizing that no one's going to pick it up, even though technically it's their share, uh, pick it up knowing that you'll you'll do what's best for both of them. So how much money is it exactly? Um, I'm not spending gonna... level is five. Like so, it's that equivalent of like that five doesn't go so, away. You just yeah, have five basically bucks. the way we're we're gonna we're gonna fudge the rules just a little bit. Also, the odds of us ha ever having to go shopping are pretty low. Right. Um, but basically, the way spending level works is it's essentially a skill. So yeah. similar to anything else, you need to roll under it. So the thing is, you're still not well off. Yeah. But now you have a little bit that you okay. can try and try and roll under. Uh, Adrian's still the the cash cow, but we'll get to why that is in a minute. Um, I was going to say, and then I'll, I'll give Red a look and I just like crack my knuckles because whenever we get paid, there's like a question of do I demand a bonus as requested? And I know I'm supposed to act it out. So crack knuckles and look. Um, I feel like this guy is too pathetic to be able to give us anything <laughs> else. So I just kind of shake my head slowly at you. Okay. Do you have birthday cake? Well, no, sir. If I'd known you were coming, I would have got you with them. Is it, is it your birthday? Because that's actually very convenient if it is. Because I've got a gift for you. Is 
Brett, is it my birthday? It's not your birthday, honey. It is not my birthday. Well, sir, it's going to feel like it when I tell you the great deal I've got for you. Uh, so... I couldn't help but notice, uh, as uh, after I, I hired you to go investigate at the corporate house, I, uh, you know, looked into uh, into you fine folks just to make sure I was uh, dealing with, uh, you know, fair folk, nice folk. And, of course, I, I, I trust that you are. Um, <laughs> what did you find? <laughs> uh, well, nothing on, on you, Miss Red. Uh, there doesn't seem to be any record of you from this town, so you must be from out of town. Uh, and, That's uh, right. And, of course, uh, I know Mr. Richter, and I still that offer still stands on your house. But, actually, uh, the house I wanted to speak of uh, today... Uh, was yours, Mr. Diesel. Um, I noticed you've got uh, quite a nice property uh, over on uh, Fairlane Street, and, uh, you know, it's it's in incredibly good condition. Actually, it's worth quite a lot of money, and I was wondering if you'd be interested in parting with it. What? <laughs> oh, uh, the, the house, um, 37 Fairlane. What? Yeah, it's four bedrooms, three baths, uh, registered to your name, I believe, uh, for... I believe it was registered to you about 10 years ago-ish. Um, the records are a little foggy, but uh, yes, uh, you know, your house, the house you own. I believe your family left it to you. Oh, so it's like an old house. Uh, yes, but it's, it's quite well kept. I went by yesterday. Um, I, was, I was greeted by um, the, the uh, groundskeeper. Does this Tom, have- Tom, do you have a name that you don't want me to ruin here? Because if you want a name, you're going to have to give it to me right now. Uh, I, you can go ahead and give me one. No, I, I have one from Patreon, but I kind of want yours. Oh, okay. keeper Sprinkles. <laughs> <laughs> it's old Stinky Donovan. Um, he introduced himself as uh, Raymond Donovan. He said he was a fixer of lawns. But yes, uh, he did smell rather bad. Yeah, you should hear that dude fart. <laughs> I would rather not. No, it's a gift. He what? can make it a question mark if he wants to. Uh, so, Claire, you're asking if this is familiar to Red. Yeah. Uh, you know that um, the like the Diesel family home was on Fairlane. Okay. Uh, it was a like a very nice house. Um, sort of he he and Sally kind of were the best off. I think of of your crew. Okay. I think you and Benny were a little more blue collar, but their their yep. houses were like fancy modern Toronto suburban yep. houses. Um, however, uh, after the church fire, you guys were pretty much swept up, uh, and away or so you thought, but it occurs to you now, as you think about it, that you know, that you kind of got out of town as quickly as you could. And you brought, uh, Adrian with you. You never really checked because both you assumed kind of in his new state that he, you had to take care of him. Um, but you both kind of like ran away and ended up in in foster care pretty quick because our parents both died, right? Both yeah, of our, yeah, all of our parents, all, yeah, your, yeah, your parents yeah, yeah. all died. But uh, for you, that meant that there was nothing here for you. You never right. really checked what 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 there was for. Damn, Adrian. I'm selfish. I'm not a good person. <laughs> uh, well, you were trying to protect him. You weren't yeah, sure yeah, what yeah. was up, but um, he also, I think, probably downplayed it because he was the the sort of like nerdy one who put on airs. But yep. anyway, Mister um, Nod, I, I must inquire. Um, how many houses are you currently trying to sell in this town? Oh, uh, I've got uh, about uh, six. Mm-hmm. And so why are you accruing more before you've sold the houses that you currently have in your arsenal? Can you roll me a... Let's go with... Da, 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 relearning all the skills. Um, let's go with a... Is there kind of some kind of observational one? Da, 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 we were da, da, always da. doing spot hidden for observational. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's one that... Persuade? Sure. Persuade or intimidate would be fine. I think in this case it's probably persuade because you're not really threatening him. You're just straight up asking. Yeah, I can do... Yeah, I'm, I'm happy with persuade. So it's just both of these dice, right? Yeah. So it's... Yep. Uh, and for those of you listening at home, we haven't played in like... Two months, so <laughs> forgive us for learning the rules again. And, uh, okay, so I got a 10 and an 8. 10 and an 8? Okay, so... Uh, what th- is that? That would be 18. Oh, perfect. Which is probably your super small good one. Yep. Uh, um, so if you remember, uh, in this not, game, we're trying to get under our percentages. But it's it's very good. It's like the second one. Hard success, we Hard call Hard success. Those. Hard success. Okay, great. Um, so, uh, his eye twitches a little bit as, as he says this, uh, this is, this is clearly an insane business strategy and you are correct to question it. Mm -hmm. Um, so, um, yeah, his eye, his eye twitches just ever so briefly and he's like, oh, you know, just, uh, just, I'm, I can't say no to a good deal. Just got to make sure I I give everyone the best rates possible and, uh, you know, just, uh, get all those houses because I know uh, one day this, this town's, uh, really going to take off, you know? Things going to be real popular. 
Perhaps uh, my intentions for it made clear. I am severely questioning your motives. You have tried <laughs> to buy the houses of both of my compatriots. Well, I'd happen to make you a, a deal, but I don't know if you have one. Do you have one? As you said, I'm not from here. Oh, well, that's a shame. I think I would, would like. Would you, you like one? <laughs> I got six. I don't trust you, Mr. Knott. <laughs> he smooths his weird Boris Johnson hair down. You, you want me to ask him a question, but like up close? <laughs> I don't think that's necessary. I just need him to stop going after our property. Uh, look, I, I'm just trying to make a, a kind offer to some kind pals. But listen, you know, don't want any trouble. So here are your weird little paper cups of coffee. Uh, it is not good. Adrian. Yeah. I cut him off. Honey, I realize that I'm speaking for you. Now, he has asked you if you would like to sell your beloved childhood home. Far be it from me to give him an answer for you. How does that make you feel? Well, I mean, Sprinkles needs a place to sleep, and Stinky Donovan lives there, so we should go see, because maybe it has a ghost and we kill it. Or it could be nice. Or it could be very sad. I'm confused. That's okay. That's enough of an answer for me. We will not be selling his house today, Mr. Nod. Oh, okay. Well, that's, that's just fine. I'm a little bit scared of you. That's good. <laughs> uh, well, uh, once again, thank you for all of your assistance with the corporate house. I would appreciate if you would keep the whole uh, entity, as you put it, um, to ourselves. I appreciate that you killed a drifter and burned his body for me in the basement, I assume. A drifter? Well, I assume that's what the entity was, right? No, it was uh, something akin to a poltergeist. Okay, let's let's just stick with Drifter. And what do you know about the paranormal, Mr. Nod? I know that it makes it very hard to sell a house. Okay, here's the deal. Mr. Nod, you got to take off all your clothes, so I make sure you don't have a weird mark on you, then, then you have to die. Remember, they all have the mark. And I look at the other two as though it's, it's perfectly yeah. logical. Yes, oh, yes. Yeah. There, there Richter, is you, you look at, at your own hand, but... And look back to Mr. Dot. Let's do this. Uh, can you roll me an intimidate <laughs> check? I guess. It's not where I saw this going. That's, a, that's amazing. <laughs> I Claire, that might as well be the subtitle of every one of these fucking shows Yay. for me. I rolled an 87, so technically that's a fail. <laughs> <laughs> um, he looks very abashed and, and just flushes red. He says, I will not. I only take my clothes off for intimate partners. If ever I had one, I say good day to you. Good day. And he kind of like hustles you out. I take the coffee as I'm like unscrewing my flask with one hand and kind of pouring <laughs> some whiskey into the black coffee. <laughs> so is it, what's the, the ratio? Is it mostly whiskey now? or is it No, 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 no. It's the morning. Just a little bit. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Just a, yeah. Just, oh, just thank a you nip. for the beverage, sir. Uh, uh, good, good day. Come back if you want to buy a house. And he slams the door and locks it. And the sign falls down. <laughs> <laughs> Take uh, off his clothes, huh, Addie? People have the mark on him, and then they have to die. You're very smart, you know that? Thank you. <laughs> uh, so with that, you all pile into the car. Um, here's the question. Do you want to rest up first, or do you want to go investigate the house? Imagine you're all pretty beat, so it, it, like the house <laughs> yeah. isn't going anywhere because you didn't sell it. So <laughs> I want to do what I'm told. <laughs> yeah, we're going to, I think we should sleep. Uh, yeah, Rick, there's nothing spooky going on with your house, so Richter's like, well, <laughs> has no stake in the game. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, it's just a house. Um, but Richter has a bird to feed. He has to go home. Yep. Um, Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. So, um, here's the question then for, uh, Red and Adrian. Are you guys going to stay with Richter? Or are you going to get a motel for the evening? Uh, you could stay at Benny's place. What's your... You could stay at the Corbett house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you could stay at the creepy Corbett house. I think the moment Richter gets into his house, Adrian probably just falls asleep like in the driver's seat of the car. He's like, oh, he's dropped off. And then, I mean, you could wake him up to move him, but he's a car sleeper. And that's fair. I think then she would just kind of push the seat down. and <laughs> if, you're, if you're in my driveway and I like go up, I think maybe like... A little too much time passes, like seven minutes <laughs> of me like puttering around, and I look out the window. I see you're still parked outside. I open my door, and I see like you've tilted back the seat and everything. Um, and I don't know if you can hear me shouting, but from the door, I'm like, "You can come inside. I come in." You're wearing your like dope ass robe I'm now. Got my house <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, 
Um, great. So um, you guys uh, wake up and yeah, <laughs> Adrian does all this like, and he hits the horn. So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, you wake up and uh, you're kind of ushered into old man Richter's house. Um, do you think as the mystery punchers, you ever visited old man Richter's house? No. Yeah. It was always a shop, right? Yeah. He's scary. So I think yeah. um, weirdly for both of you, but specifically Claire, um, you're hit with uh, a little bit like when uh, Ebenezer Scrooge goes back to his like childhood uh, uh, schoolhouse and he's like, oh, I think um, what you guys used to tell stories about what you thought old man Richter's house would be like. And it's it's interesting because it's both like not at all what you thought, but also somehow stranger. Yeah. Um, there's, you know, the newspapers everywhere and there's like the, the owl um, spyglass at the window. Um, and yeah, so you're let in. Uh, Richter, where do you think you would put them up? Do you have like a guest room? Would it be kind of a couch situation? There are uh, guest rooms uh, with beds, but they are not suitable for <laughs> sleeping in, in their current state. Uh, they're like big, comfy shelves right now. <laughs> well, I hear the word comfy in there. What? What's the problem? Don't worry. I'll move the stuff. Uh, and I just oh, shove I all see. the stuff off one of the beds to right. the floor. Huge, like, mushroom cloud of dust <laughs> <laughs> comes up. And your heart slowly breaks as your meticulous filing yeah. system is, is just destroyed. Well, I've slept in worse. Thank you, Richter. Yeah, thank you, Grandpa. <laughs> so um, you guys crawl into bed. I think um, Red and Adrian, you've probably slept in the same bed a bunch of times, and it's it's just like yeah, a very beds. yeah, exactly. And it, it, like there's also sort of that mercenary like when we can't when you don't have a chance to sleep very often, it's just like both of you lie down, just like Boom. out, yeah, up and off the races. Um, and Richter, you kind of I, I think observe them for a second and like, do you think you tuck them in or you just leave them? No, no, I don't yeah. tuck them. In. So um, they fucked up my my books. <laughs> that is true. He spits on us and leaves. <laughs> he sets the house yeah. on fire and walks out. <laughs> Restacks them on top of us in the same order. Thus <laughs> ends the mystery punches. <laughs> um, wicked. Okay, so um, Richter, you uh, you feed your bird, obviously. Um, what do you think is going through your head now? You're, you're kind of, you've actually just had a bunch of supernatural paranormal stuff. You still got Benny's hand. Um, do you think that's the thing you keep in your pocket all the time? Or is it like, would you put it on the counter or something? Um, I think, I think because I no longer felt Benny's presence and we found Benny's keys. Mm -hmm. I think I would put the hand in like a shoebox and take it out to the backyard and bury it. Cool. All right. So um, you spend a few minutes kind of solemnly doing that. Um, and uh, you kind of pat the ground down. Uh, do you have any words you want to say over it before you head back in? Nope. Cool. So um, you leave it. Uh, as you come back inside, um, just a light rain is beginning to fall. Um, it, it's kind of a gray, gray. I mean, it's it's you're close enough to Boston that, like, weather patterns come through here. You're, like, right down by, uh, by the lake. So, you know, weather patterns are a common enough thing. Um, so it starts to rain. You go back inside. Uh, is there anything you do before kind of bandaging your wounds and going to bed? Um, I will, I will take out, uh, two shot glasses and just some, my, like my only bottle of whiskey, uh, pour two shots, kind of cheers one up just out the, out the kitchen window to the freshly yep. turned over dirt, one shot. And I just leave the other one out for... The night for the day? I don't know. For, what, for the, the day. For night. the day, yeah. Yeah, I think we're, we're going to say that, like, loosely you sleep for both, like, all of you basically sleep for a day. Yeah, okay. Like, this this was an exhausting kind of horrible thing. Okay, so here's how uh, recovery works in this game. Um, basically, you're going to roll a skill check uh, for whatever you're trying to recover, and then I will tell you uh, what you can roll to try and regain hit points. So if you're trying to regain sanity, um, you usually have to, like, kind of work at that. So we're going to leave our sanity where it is. Um Generally speaking with this game is kind of a, you go to like an institution and spend some time legitimately working oh, on yourself. Okay. Yeah. Um, but uh, your temporary insanity is gone because you, you're, you're home and you're able to, to kind of sleep off the heroics uh, and, and kind of look back on them as a, a folly of youth. Um, In my seventies. Yeah. You know, that's, that's what young man Richter was like. He was f- full of swashbuckling <laughs> adventures. Um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stay tuned for Young Richter starring that kid from Young Sheldon. <laughs> oh, no. Um, I was hoping for Young Indiana Jones and Ryan Gosling would just play that. <laughs> just show up, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, and 
Ryan, uh, no, you're you're here. I'm not up. injured. I just luck. You know, that's all I expended yeah. a bunch of. So go ahead and roll a luck check for me, please. Try and roll under your luck, and if you do, you gain luck. And Tyler, for me, for health, um, if you can roll under your constitution. Oh boy, that's tough. Is it under or over? It's under for it, successes. Yeah, successes are under. Oh, so the number goes down and then they're harder to get when it's lower? Yes. Oh, because that's, oh, yeah. that's the opposite of what it says in the pulp book, which is interesting. My constitution is uh, You got to roll over in the pulp book? Uh, it comes back either way in pulp with their luck recovery. If you roll, uh, if you roll, un- if you roll over, you get less. If you roll under, you get more. It's okay, weird well, balance. we'll play by the pulp rules then because ev- everything's a little heartier in pulp, so... Hello, everyone. Uh, This is Tyler Hewitt, just coming at you with a little special offer for you. You know, if you're a fan of uh, what we're doing here on the show, then we have, to borrow a phrase from Jerry Holkins, a patron-oriented experience tailored just for you. If you go to patreon.com slash dumdumdice... You can sign up and get a bunch of special features that we're not really going to make available to anyone else, so do that. Now... Well, not right now, but, you know. That is... My con was 35. I rolled 34. Oh, damn, son. Well done. Um, All right. So that is just a regular success, Mm -hmm. um, which means you get one D3 of health back. How do I roll a D3? Uh, You roll a D6 and uh, one and two are one, two and... This is so dumb. Got it. One and two are one, three and four are two... Although, let's, let me just check the pulp things. might be a little bit different in, in old pulp town. Yeah, I think they're a little more generous with recovery in pulp world. Yeah, makes sense. So I rolled 60, and my luck is at 48. So that means I get 2d10 plus 10 luck recovery. Holy shit. That's a lot, but okay, go ahead. You can look at this sheet. I didn't oh, make I, it up. I, I know I'm you. a good boy, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not cheating. I'm a good boy. <laughs> Let me know what the final word there is on HP. Yeah, just work on it, but I'll do whatever you whatever you say there. Okay, I recover. 27 luck. <laughs> I'm, I rolled a 9 and an 8. It was very fortunate. Yeah. Okay, so it'll still be a, uh, a D3 for you there, Tyler. Okay. Um, but also, uh, because we're taking a few days off, uh, we'll say uh, D3 plus 6. Um, okay, I don't even need to roll. <laughs> oh, great. Oh, nice. The highest number. So 3 plus 6, 9. Yeah, because basically some time is going to pass while we're kind of like talking. Rectoring. Now, (laughs) we only pick one thing to recover, right? Um, You also lost... I I used a massive amount of luck. Yeah, Yeah. you can go ahead and and roll for luck. Okay. And sorry, I missed that for Ryan. Oh, apparently you just get a billion luck and I can go fuck myself. That's uh, (laughs) that's the pop rule. Uh, You have to roll to see whether you roll above or below your existing luck amount. I rolled above. Great. Then you add 2d10 plus 10. Shouldn't it be less if you roll above? No, it, I think it's because they want you to have a reservoir of luck in this. So if yeah. you roll above, it means your luck's lower, so you get uh, more. If you roll below it, then you get less because you're higher up. I so you see. can't try to like stack to 100 kind right, of thing. Your right, odds right. get okay. continually worse. So is this the, my new luck, or is it just in addition to... You just it, add it back yeah, to yeah, your total. So that puts me up to my max. Yeah, I think it's designed so that like if you burn through like 50 luck, they're like, well, you're not going to sit at zero forever. Well, my, my luck max is 80, <laughs> and I was down to 37. Shit. <laughs> All right, good. Then apparently we're spending it appropriately. <laughs> I got to start doing this. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, like, just going to put you in a poker tournament be like, listen, Richter. <laughs> <laughs> Pair of twos. What are you going to do, baby? Um, okay. So um, essentially, uh, before our next case begins, uh, I'm going to give each of you a chance to, to do uh, two actions. Uh, this is kind of the way we're playing it on um, Blood and Syrup as well. Um, <laughs> our Vampire the Masquerade podcast, also podcast. available wherever you're hearing this. Yeah. In your ears. Um, Dorks. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, And now you know Claire's not on that show. <laughs> <laughs> not with that I'm attitude. I'm joking. I love everyone. <laughs> yeah. Hear those screeching pedals going backwards. <laughs> That's great. Um, uh, 20 tons of molten rock fall on red. She's dead. Uh, <laughs> get busy living, get busy dying. Um, okay. So... Um, I'm going to prescribe one of these to each of you because there's, there's kind of one event I want uh, for each of you. But I also want to leave room for each of you now that we've kind of we've had the thing. So obviously, Adrian, you're going to go investigate your house. Um, so all of all of us will go do that. 
Um, Red will get to yours in a minute, and Richter will get to yours a little bit later. Sure. What are the things you guys want to do, though? I want to investigate the death of Benny. Okay. So I would like to talk to these uh, mayoral candidates who apparently were not too happy about him. Okay. I think for our purposes of today, what that probably means is you're going to investigate who they are. Sure. Um, it's kind of a, you can't just kind of like store, it's not quite the same as the, 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 like the newspaper editor, but yeah. yeah, you can definitely spend your time like just basically, and well, I think this also makes sense for, for you kind of as a criminal that's just getting info re accustomed to like what the fuck is going on in Helmfirth. Yeah. Like who's, who's the main player who stood the most, who stood to lose the most from Benny investigating them, who is, you know, like doing my thing of sussing out threats and like, and kind of figuring out who's my top target here, who had the most to lose. Cool. All right. Uh, Richter, what would you like to do? Um, I would really like to help solve the murder of, of, of Benny. Um, I don't know if we're doing all these things together or if they're, they're all separate. We, we absolutely can. I mean, I think it, it'll depend on what kind of thing it is. So, for example, if Red was like, I want to go to my parents' grave, then mm -hmm. maybe she'd just do that on her own. Sure, okay. Um, but if it's something that everyone's on board with, it, it can totally be that. I'm just basically giving you guys room to kind of not have to live as a, as a squad of, of okay. mystery-solving people all the time. But if what you're doing in your downtime is something that interests everyone, absolutely. And I feel like Adrian's kind of going everywhere with everyone anyway. Yeah, and I would go with him to his house because I don't want, like, Kenneth not to show up there and take advantage of you. Yeah, that would definitely happen. Yeah. I would make him get naked first. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he gets and to I sell a house and he gets I naked. It. Yeah. Um, I think I'm probably just running around with them. The big thing for Adrian, other than the house, would be uh, finding sprinkles so he could bring sprinkles to his new house. <laughs> okay. Uh does Adrian um have any qualms about Sprinkles having a collar already? <laughs> I don't think Adrian would read it. I think he would just be like, "Oh, you found your collar again." Like I feel like he gave Spr a Sprinkles at some point in his life a collar and he just assumes Sprinkles wants to wear it or doesn't. Uh okay. Um wicked. So let's start with that cuz that one's pretty innocuous. Can I just <laughs> Can I just add some Yo, please, personal yeah. stuff? Sorry. Uh, I definitely do want to help with um, Benny. I don't care so much about um, Addie's house, just because if, if Kenneth not is there, I don't want to talk to him. <laughs> um, but um, I have a couple things that I'd like to investigate, just that mm. we've been picking up along the way. We picked up a uh, an old book written by hand, mostly in Latin, um, mm -hmm. that we found with the two skeletons in the church basement. Yep. Um, I would want to basically start translating that. Um, or, or kind of working out what that's all about. We got a journal um, that was largely nonsensical writing um, and looked to be Corbett's uh, journal, um, and um, investigating the statue that we found there as well in the Corbett house. So you're on the occult angle, yeah. and Red is on the, I need to find out who in the city R did Red's it Red's on angle. the social angle. Yep. Um, and then, just Adrian, you're, you're kind of just shoring up your... We've been picking up these like mysterious yeah, totally. items. Yeah, yeah, I think that also that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I think for Richter, like, and I want to stay away from that kind of stuff because <laughs> that kind of stuff doesn't exist, right? <laughs> um, okay, cool. So let's start with sprinkles. Um, so Ryan, uh, can you roll? Let's go with a spot hidden because I think if I've ever seen a rule you'd have to make to find a cat. <laughs> yeah. When I was moving yeah. apartments, uh, I completely lost my cat at one point oh. and I was losing my mind. Uh, but also the entire apartment was empty. So I'm like, where the fuck? And somehow she'd gotten into like one of the cupboards above the stove. Oh. And I was like, what? And like all the cupboards, at least in my memory were closed and probably like nailed shut and locked. But like somehow <laughs> she's just like, Meow. I'm like <laughs> yep. All right, here we go. Okay, I rolled a 75, and my skill is 40. Damn. However, I am going to use luck to Fucking alter right this roll. Yeah. Um, so that I, it costs me one luck per skill point to adjust a roll. So I'm taking it from a 75 oh to a 40. God. So I will sacrifice 35 luck. Uh, this is for us finding sprinkles? <laughs> You this get tracks. Important. Every, everyone has priorities. Uh, Listen, also, I've seen you spend destiny in Star Wars. Let's not talk about spending <laughs> things on dumb things. Dumb Scum and Villainy, our other podcast, also available where you're listening to this. In uh, your ears. So interesting fact, Dork. <laughs> this is the fun balance between, what are you in this, a GM? I can't keep track of these uh, freaking titles. No, I'm the keeper in this one. Thank you. Sorry. Uh, wow. But this is a fu fun balance between keeper and me. Uh, I recovered 37 and just spent 35. So I recovered two. <laughs> Luck. 
Yeah, you're not getting any of this shit back until the end of this investigation. Oh, no, no, so, no. I'm yeah. aware. That's why I'm like, we'll balance it out. You thought Dude, I would I have respect it. it. We got I like it. it. No, I want you. a fucking cat. <laughs> I respect <Sprinkles>. that. <laughs> so on your first roll, you're like looking for sprinkles and you see kind of a... Uh, a dash of color running through a bush, and you're like, oh, it's Sprinkles. And then, no, it's just a stupid fucking dog. What's your name for dogs? It's just a poog. <laughs> so the, the, the poog looks at you and then runs away into the bushes. Uh, the poog was a very good boy, but you'll never know his story now. Uh, 12 out of 10, would Cthulhu again. Um, but uh, then um, you you kind of follow the poog for a bit, and you realize the poog was chasing <laughs> a sprinkles. This is very satisfying. And, and, uh, sure enough, uh, you pull the bushes apart, and inside there is a just kind of like a vaguely mangy um, sort of like uh, tabby cat who's kind of like got a fucked up ear, um, and it just just has one of those faces that's, for lack of a better term, unfortunate. Um, <laughs> and uh, the uh, sprinkles looks up at you and goes, "Mow, uh, sprinkles, you got dirty. Mow, we're gonna have to give you a bath. Mow, I don't like him either. Mow, <laughs> and then sprinkles comes up and like nudges your leg, and I pat him with a very big hand, and then I pick him up." And then I can put him, like, inside my tuxedo jacket. So he's got, like, a little seat Aww. under one arm. Um, <laughs> okay, great. I think we can safely say that you, like, cut two leg holes. So it's like a baby Bjorn inside Aww. your jacket pocket. Yeah, I have to, like, hold one arm up like an old-timey butler to support him inside the jacket. He's like, wow. Yeah, I miss you too, bud. <laughs> um, and um, you you come back out of the bushes. And, uh, Red, you're waiting very patiently for him. Um, and... Uh, you you see him come out with yet another cat. Oh, you found Sprinkles. Yeah, damn Pook was chasing Sprinkles. How dare he? Exactly. And Claire, you uh, you kind of like. I think like you're used to him kind of like picking up random cats, oh, but yeah. this might be the first time you actually have to keep one, and it's really the worst cat. Right. <laughs> um, I think we like we as players would all find this cat pretty adorable. <laughs> like I think you as red, it's like this is a liability cat. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so this you cat might give us a disease. <laughs> I mean, you don't even need to roll. Yes. Yeah. Um, all right, so uh, you guys uh, bundle into the car, um, Richter. I assume because they're going to Adrian's house. You're not. Nope. You're, you're gonna stay I'll home stay and read. Home and research. Um, wicked. So um, you guys pull up to um, 37 Fairlane, and it's a big, beautiful house. Um, with kind of um, a couple of trees in the lawn that just cast kind of that that very sweet shade um, that that seems like it'd be good to read a book under. Um, it's raining pretty heavily now, uh, but it's still kind of a picturesque, uh, almost remote, even though it's 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 on a suburban street. Um, and sure enough, the grounds have been impeccably kept. The lawn is is it's like one of those weird lawns that's been manicured to like within an inch of its life. Um, there's beautiful gardens. Um, there's sort of a single tire swing hanging off one of the trees, and kind of a like a, a nice kind of um, safe part like safe parking lot, kind of a winding um, uh, bit of gravel that leads up to a garage. Uh, and there's sort of a big wrought iron fence around the place. Uh, you remember this place being massive when you were a kid, and now looking at it, it's one of those weird times where your childhood recollection was roughly correct. Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, it's, uh, got a, a large kind of, um, cast iron, er, cast iron, um, wrought iron D, uh, on the, uh, the gate. You said the groundskeeper's name was Donovan. Yes. Stinky Donovan. Mm -hmm. Um, red, I don't think you've ever been to Adrian's house. I think he always met you places, but I think, uh, much like Sally, it was kind of a, I'll I'll meet you, I'll meet up with you guys later kind of situation. So are you embarrassed by how rich your parents were? I mean the house isn't that neato. Like you always had adventures and I parents, you know. <laughs> I'm joking, honey. Your house is very nice. Thanks. I hope Sprinkles likes it because I'm scared. Why? Because we saw a ghost, and what if there are more ghosts here? There are no ghosts in your house. What if Stinky Donovan is one of the Corbett brothers? (laughs) (laughs) Someday I'm going to sit down and explain to you what happened in that basement, (laughs) Addy, but there are no more Corbett brothers. They're all dead because why? 
Because you killed them. Oh, I got them all in one go. You got them all in one go. That's pretty good. You're very talented. You're safe, Sprinkles. And Uh, I'm sure Sprinkles will protect us. Wow. Awesome. Um, As you uh, finish your your banter, you, you look out and there's a man standing directly against the gate, pressing his face against it. And he's got like just kind of a full on Steve Buscemi thing going on, (laughs) but like Steve Buscemi, if he fell upon hard times, (laughs) Um, he's got a slouch cap um, and just kind of like those, those sort of vaguely buggy eyes uh, and like very pronounced lips that seem to just kind of be constantly chewing. Um, And he's wearing uh, like coveralls and kind of a a dirty old uh, jacket. Um, and uh, he, he just kind of stares blankly at you. And he goes, oh, oh, Master Diesel, you've come back. I've waited so long for you. Okay, <laughs> it's good to see you too, Stinky. You still got the farts? <laughs> They don't leave one in old age. They become more frequent and more violent. Great. This is my friend, Red. Mr. Donovan. Miss Red, it's a pleasure to meet you. Allow me to open the gate. And he starts to so slowly roll the gate. And it's just, he's he's really struggling. But Can we help you with that, sir? No, no, it's my job to move the gate. Adrian, please help him with the gate. No, Master Diesel must not sully his hands with the gate. Oh, uh, no, I'm not you, you master. I'm not the boss. Red, Red's the boss. You got to do what Red says. You got married? N- nope, Red's the boss. I didn't get married, but I have a cat. <laughs> oh. I didn't get married, but I have a cat. You you got a cat. You used to love cats. Please, yeah. Mr. Donovan, put the gate down. I realize <laughs> thing, things have changed. It's been a long time. Please allow my friend to help you. Uh, okay, that would be nice. Addie. Oh, yeah. And then I just, like, shove the gate and it opens all the way. Um, and uh, so with that, um, uh, old Stinky Donovan kind of gestures to you to, to come into the house. Um, and... Uh, Red and um, Adrian, as you're kind of making your way up to the house, um, you're like making small talk with old stinky Donovan, who truly is very stinky. How old is this guy? Like He's how- ancient. Okay. Just ancient. But like in that ex- inexplicable kind of like, I've, I've only ever really seen these guys at bars, but it's like the, the bar fly, like kind of like old guy. <laughs> he could be yep. an old 52 or a young 98. Fucking a hundred percent. And you're just really like, he's drinking a lot, but you just don't know. Yep. Like face, like a catcher's mitt. Like he just, yep. you don't it's Mickey Rourke. Uh, yeah. But like 20 years from now, if he somehow, you know, survives, he's uh, like, <laughs> yes, a hundred percent. That's the ugnot. knot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, he has spoken. Um, so uh, you're walking up to the house, making small talk with uh, old Stinky Donovan, who's explaining how he's been kind of keeping the house up, um, knowing that one day you'd come back. And neither of you notice this, but Sprinkles looks up as you start to approach the house um, and begins to hiss. And what neither of you notice is in the window, there is a cat staring down very jealously at Sprinkles. Meanwhile, Richter, um, you are looking through the tome. Um, can you go ahead and uh, roll me an occult check, please? Okay. Now, the tome is church book or corporate book? Which one would you like? Um, probably the the church one. That's what I figured start, yeah. as well, yeah. It's the most mysterious occult. Ooh, that's nice and low, so let's compare that here. Do, 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 do. That is a hard success. Hard success. Uh, okay, so the only thing I could translate initially was yep. a quote: uh, "The one who waits in the dark." Yes. So um, I'm going to say, uh, please lose for me um, six points of sanity. Okay. Um, but add six to your occult. Okay. Oh, to occult instead of mythos. Oh, sorry, to mythos. Mythos, okay. you're correct. Um, so 
the the tome is confusing. Basically, I think the way we're going to play this is there is a a tone to a lot of these occult books that is very scattered and kind of rambling and stream of consciousness e, uh, just by nature of kind of exploring the mythos. Um, I think the biggest benefit you gain, uh, I've got some more details that I'll give you in a little bit, but mm-hmm. the, the biggest benefit you gain out of the gate is even though it bends your mind and weirdly you lose more sanity because you rolled well, um, it begins to bend your mind a bit, but then suddenly the logic begins to become more clear, becomes easier to understand. Oh no. <laughs> um, cause at first it's like, okay, like this phrase does not meet this phrase. This is, this is, this is the ramblings of a madman. But then slowly it's like, Oh, but if it's every third letter, um, <laughs> so it's like reading Clockwork Orange as a novel. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or if you've like learned a cipher or something, and then when you look at it the next time, you're like, oh yeah, fucking <laughs> okay, I see what you're doing. Um, so you begin to read it, um, and it speaks of uh, ancient mysteries, um, obviously because it's a fucking Cthulhu book. Um, it speaks of uh, needing to uh, prepare the way. Um, it speaks of the frailty of humanity and the uh, necessity of of uh, preparing uh, for the one who waits in the dark. Um, and you're starting to get into it. Like, you're, you're hitting the good parts. Um, and all of a sudden, you hear a glass fall over in your kitchen. And as you go in to investigate, uh, you see the shot glass has been knocked over. Uh, the whiskey is missing. And there is a somewhat dirty hand on your dining room table. Benny? And then suddenly the hand goes... And then you hear a knock at your door. Oh, man. I will... I got to go for the hand. I got to get that hand back. Okay, so you pick the hand up. Yeah. Uh, Put it in my pocket. Sure. I examine the hand first. Sure. Uh, It's got dirt under its nails um, and uh, kind of like smells a bit of wet earth. It's wet. Uh, You can see a trail of dirt leading from uh, your back door in. Uh, The door isn't broken. It seems the door, like the handle was turned. Um, But, and then there's sort of a trail of dirt to the table. Okay. I pocket the hand. Yep. And I go to the front door. Cool. So you crack open. Uh, I assume you look through the. Like, I look through your, my weird owl peephole. <laughs> um, you see um, a uh, a very like sharp dressed man, um, and just in like <laughs> is he an, top? Yeah, he's top. Uh, in an impeccable suit, just mm. like a, a beautiful, incredibly well tailored suit, um, and just like a nice simple brown tie, um, and just sort of close cropped uh, blonde hair. Um, and he's just kind of smiling. Um, he's, he's, you know, shaking some uh, water off his umbrella and just kind of weirdly uh, waiting in that polite way that people who are aware they might be observed wait. Hmm. Um, and he's just standing very rigidly with a little smile on his face. I will uh, unlock the, like, the bolts on the mm-hmm. door, but keep the chain lock on and crack it open. Say, uh, hello. <laughs> he says, ah, Herr Richter. I am so glad you are here. I am so glad to see you. Oh, uh, you may not remember me. Uh, my name is Herr Reinheimer, and I am here at the request of your sister. You see, this is a bit awkward, I know. You have a whole life here now, but, um, well, you see, she's made a rather interesting breakthrough. And both she and our beloved Führer would just love it if you would come back and work with us. The Führer? Yeah. Have I read anything about this? It's it's era? known that he's kind of like it's the '30s, so he's yeah, on his way up, but yeah, still okay. like. But also, you fled I'm, Germany because things were the, getting a bit hairy. What yeah. year is this again? Thirty-two. Oh, so he's not pre- chancellor yet. Okay. But like making making moves. So yeah, but I wouldn't be reading about him in any. No, American and also no one would be calling anything. him the Fuhrer at this yeah, point. Yeah, I think okay. okay. Oh, it's like it's a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, perhaps I can explain. There are some very exciting things coming for the fatherland. And of course, your sister Ingrid is on the very cutting edge of them. We have a very exciting champion rising through the ranks right now. And we very much need your help. So, I believe it is time you pack up and come with us. You must meet him. He is an incredible man. Um, I'm going to reach into my pocket where the hand is mm-hmm. and just feel the hand. You feel the hand squeeze, and then you feel a single middle finger extend. <laughs> um, okay, I'm going to uh, 
I'm going to speak to him in German mm-hmm. and just say, um, I'm terribly sorry. You've come at a, a unfortunate time. I'm feeling quite unwell. Could you give me an address or telephone number that I could reach you once I'm feeling up to traveling? But of course, Mr. Richter, of course, I know that you have a life here and I certainly wouldn't want to take you away from that. Um, I'll be staying at the Tawny Inn until you're ready to go, uh, because it is quite important. Ingrid uh, stressed this very much, and she said that all the things the two of you used to dream of are real, and she's figured out how to talk to them. So please close up your affairs. I understand you have a shop. Um, we're happy to keep it. And of course, um, our beloved father, he, he's very good at making sure that his, uh, his friends uh, are well compensated. So I'm sure you'll be able to return here if you see fit. But honestly, the way things are going, I think you're going to love our new Reich. What the fuck, Tom? <laughs> <laughs> this episode of the Mythos Mysteries features the voices of Ryan the Plant at the Ryan the Plant on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Claire Blackwood at Claire Blackwood on Twitter, and Keeper Tom McGee at McGee TD on Twitter. This episode was edited by Ryan LaPlante, and the Mythos Mysteries show logo was created by Decapitated Marker at Decapitated Marker on Twitter, that's M-R-K-R. Our theme songs are Dark Alleys and Sentinel by Kai Engel, and our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R and all of their music is available at freemusicarchive.org When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com Our Twitter and Instagram are dumdumdice and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice We have merchandise available at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice and most importantly you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. All hail the mythos. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, DM Rob, Christopher Little, Joshua White, Olin Anderson, Sue One, Devin Boyce, George Dolby, One True Artistry, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them and a little bit of thanks to you the fable and folly network where fiction producers flourish what kind of woman becomes a pirate from the makers of mockery manor violent insane not at all comely and they smell like a couple of dead badgers preserved in cheap rum comes an adventure on the high seas. Will you pay extra if I push a little harder? No, oh, no, please. I'm just a writer. I'm writing a book and I would like you to be in it. Inspired by the lives and loves of the pirates Anne Bonny and Mary Reed. You think you know me, Anne? Do you think I never got my hands dirty? Your mind's been so twisted, you think pirates deserve mercy. Did either of you ever meet Blackbeard? Everyone loves a rebel. They love to see him swing, too. Put your weapons away, both of you. Stop it! Read! Read! Oh, Anne and Mary! Fight like men! Or he'll hang like dogs! Starring Christina Bianco, Suze Kempner, Hamilton's Carl Queensborough, and more. Do they have tails? Somebody told me they have tails. I haven't seen a tail, your ladyship. The Ballad of Anne and Mary. Available now wherever you get podcasts.